You're listening to episode 21 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there, and welcome to episode 21 of Alexa in Canada. We have a really cool episode today with a very cool guest. His name is Vasily Shinkarenka. He is the founder, uh, co-founder and CEO of Storyline, which is a platform that makes it really easy for anyone to make a skill for Lexi. As you'll hear, he only started this with his uh, co-founder, Max, uh, just a few months ago, and already there's so much traction. He talks about um, a skill that won a major award that was developed through his platform, and I've tried this platform storyline already with my son. We've made some skills, and it really is easy. So um, if you're wondering at all about how you go about creating skills, this episode is for you. So without any further ado, I want to welcome Vasily onto the podcast. Okay, well, I'm very excited to welcome Vasily Shinkarenka onto the Alexa in Canada podcast. Uh, Vasily, welcome, and uh, it's great to have you. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your background, first of all, and what's your story? <laughs> yeah, that's my storyline. <laughs> thanks, Terry. Yeah, thanks for having me. really appreciate that. Uh, so my background is I'm the co-founder and CEO of Storyline, and my background is both con- computer science and marketing. So I used to solve business cases for McKinsey for a couple of years, and then I got in the field of conversational interfaces. And we built a couple of products there, and then we basically, together with my co-founder, Max, we built an agency that was designing conversational interfaces like chatbots, messenger bots, Alexa apps for different brands and businesses. And that's where we came out with the idea for Storyline. Oh, wow. So you, so even before Storyline, you were, um, you were designing Alexa skills and, and the whole bit and that sort of thing. Yeah, we've been working in this field like for three years already. Okay. And how long has it been now that you've been working on Storyline? Like, when did you first start start that? So we started in September, in the middle of September, and we launched the product by the end of September, like in a couple of weeks. Uh, so we kind of hacked the first version of the product, and uh, we launched it really quickly. We got some feedback. The first version of Storyline was not actually built in for Alexa. It was basically it allowed you to prototype the conversation in the browser and then click play button and talk to your browser, talk through the conversation. And the day we launched that, Amazon opened up API for Alexa. And we were like, this is probably the sign, like (laughs) we need to use that. Yeah, and we we added like we added an ability to publish your conversation that you design in, in the browser to your local like a device first, mm-hmm. and so, uh, we released that in the next couple of days, and we just like took a simple demo video and posted it in a couple of Facebook groups related to Alexa, and we've got like hundreds of likes and comments, and people were begging us to give them access to this tool because we forgot to mention their website URL there, oh. and uh, yeah, it was kind of funny, but. That's yeah. That's how it started. That's great. And so, before we get too too much into the details, um, I realized like maybe you can just explain to the listeners. So, what what exactly is Storyline? What does it do? 
Yeah, so Storyline is a tool that allows anyone to create a skill for Amazon Alexa without writing code. So basically it provides you with a visual interface where you can design your conversation and manage your content. You can input any kinds of like text, sounds, or even API requests for some complex stuff, and then upload this to Alexa by clicking one button. That's how Storyline works. And so this is really designed to make this as user-friendly as possible then. So you really don't need to know how to code anything then. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So we, yeah, we, we're building a self-service product and our goal is basically to build the product so easy to use that anyone can use that. Because the interesting thing that we found about this, that we learned about this Alexa and voice space in general is that non-tech people are extremely good at creating, engaging and large Alexa skills. And that's a little bit controversial because, as you remember, like from the mobile or from the web platforms, like in those app builders that are out there, like most people create some really mediocre stuff. And here it's like it's possible for the first time to create uh, a really engaging skills or if you're a non-tech person because the skill itself is just a conversation. There is no backend. There is no like complex user interface. You really need to be a good content creator. And if you are, you are able to do anything. Oh, that's really interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. So really the, the, uh, the, uh, I guess the, the priority here really is like you said, it's just being able to come up with a good idea and something that'll be useful to the user and the, the, the actual development of it, or the, or the coding, or well, it's not really coding, I guess, the way you're doing it, but the development of it is really secondary to what the idea is. And that's, I guess, what your platform helps to helps people exactly. to achieve. Yeah, yeah. So most people, like, mm-hmm. the thing is that most people think of Alexa as another software platform, like the smartphone or the web. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Because the most popular apps in Alexa are not apps that let you do like 16 different things, chat with with your friends or browse the social networks, right? Mm-hmm. The most popular apps are content apps, the apps that play you soothing music when you're tired, the apps that you can use to play trivia games with your family over dinner, the apps that can read your kid a story when she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically our unique insight is that you don't have to be an engineer to create these types of apps. And like, yeah, that's, that's, that's why Alexa is much more similar to YouTube than to an iPhone, because to be great on YouTube, you don't know, you don't need to know like how to design videos. You have to produce amazing content and to be great on Alexa, you have to produce amazing content. And just like YouTube powers videos, Storyline is going to power all content on smart speakers. Wow. That's incredible. That's a really, it's a really interesting way of looking at it. Um, so you and you've really made this platform storyline uh, in such a way that it really is user friendly. I can tell you that I, I played around with it with my son a little while back, and we made we made a couple of skills. Um, we haven't put them out publicly, but they're just sort of um, development skills that we use privately. But basically, we wanted to try it out, and I was amazed at how easy it was. We made two skills. One is um, being up here in Canada. We were big hockey fans, so yeah, we made <laughs> we made uh, one of these fact uh, skills where. You could ask where Alexa would ask us, um, you know, which hockey team you want to know about. And we would name one of the Canadian teams and then it would tell us one of the facts. And my son and I had a lot of fun filling in all of our facts about these different hockey teams. And, and it was great. And then uh, we made another one where um, my, my son's in grade six. So he created a skill where it would give him his daily 
schedule for school and what classes he had and what things he needed to bring for the classes based on the day. Um, yeah. And so, and I can tell you, and I can tell the listeners that it really is easy to use. You literally just type in what you want to say, what Alexa says in response to you, and just drag and drop and connect it with arrows, and it's great. So it's it's very impressive what you've done. Yeah, and you know, and the really exciting thing is that even your son is able to create something. And I yeah. think that this is actually like a very interesting thing that most people don't think about, mm-hmm. that the next creators, they are like just emerging right now. So those could be like kids that's like that that use Alexa right now. And the the interesting thing about kids is that they they interact with Alexa differently. They mm-hmm. treat her like as a real person, mm-hmm. captivated in a small box, and they like to talk to her as a friend. And that's really exciting because like most adults they think like why why would I need to talk to these device? Like I have my desktop, I have my smartphone. Like, why, why do I need to do that? And for kids, it's the most natural interface. And in five years from now, every today's kid will have a five-year-long relationship with this device. Right. And that's very powerful because they will have trust, trust to Alexa. Uh-huh. Fascinating. No, that's really, really great. Um, what about, you mentioned trust. Like, what about the privacy and issues behind behind Storyline? Are, are there, and then this is where I don't know because I'm not an engineer, I'm not a software developer, but are there issues in terms of Alexa storing data that people are are giving to Alexa through these skills or how does that work basically Amazon cares about privacy a lot so they don't they do not allow you to access the text of what users say so they basically give you only the intent and then you kind of like recognize that this this is like the meaning of the phrase that user said and you need to do this uh, because users said that, like that's how it works. So we do, as a developers, we do not receive um, what you say to Alexa. Oh, that's interesting. So they, you just kind of get the, uh, like you said, the, the intent is the word. The intent is yeah. what exactly is the intent? Then that's the the meaning of the phrase that you're saying, or yeah, intent is basically the meaning of the phrase. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Oh, so that's interesting too. And now I know you've had. I mean, this is this is also new. You say this is just launched in September, but already. You've had some incredible experiences and people have been very successful using Storyline. Do you want to tell us a little bit about some of those experiences that you've had and skills that have been developed? Um, Yeah, sure. So we have, at the moment, we have around 550 skills live in the Alexa App Store Mm -hmm. that are built on Storyline. And that's really exciting. And there are some really interesting ones because our users, they range like from their age of seven to the age of 87 wow. you know uh there are like there are literally like kids who create really interesting alexa skills and really popular alexa skills and there are some elderly people who who are authors themselves and they publish like number of books and now they're building skills based on characters from their books so with that in mind, like we've had a number of really interesting use cases, but I think the most fascinating, like the biggest success that was built on Storyline yet is Kids Court. Mm-hmm. It's an Alexa skill that won their Global Alexa Kids Challenge. It's built by Edva Levin and her company Pretzel Labs. Uh-huh. And the interesting thing is that it was the first skill that Edva has ever built for Alexa. Wow. And uh, she built that in sto- on Storyline. and. Basically, she won their like global Alexa Kids competition with that skill, and that's really fascinating because she did all of that herself, and she does not know how to code. So she did all of that in Storyline, and 
she were able to update content in your skill every day because Storyline allows you to do that. So when your skill is published to the App Store, uh, the biggest challenge is how to keep your content fresh and how to push out new content. And what Storyline allows you to do is update content in real time without having to basically submit your app for certification again and again. So you can update most of your content in real time, even when your skill is live. So using that, she was able to basically launch a number of Easter eggs in her skill, change description, change our welcome message number of times. So that's, that's one of their most interesting stories. That's fascinating. That's really, that's a great accomplishment. And I guess, well, I mean, not a guess. Congratulations goes to you as well for creating a, the platform that, uh, that uh, has allowed her to do that. So yeah, I've, I've been talking a little bit with her on Twitter. Uh, it's very exciting. Being in Canada, that one, of, one of our issues is always that we're late to get the skills because skills have to go through the approval process through the U.S. And sometimes there's different arrangements with Canada in terms of the categories of skills. So it's been, yeah. you know, so unfortunately, I actually I haven't been able to try that skill. It's not in Canada yet. Um, but hopefully oh, soon. Oh, really? Yeah, hopefully oh. soon. Yeah, I will definitely tell her like so. today to do that. It's quite <laughs> easy actually to launch your skill in different um, English regions. So mm-hmm. it's it's really easy to do like. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. But I'm uh, no, I'm very excited. I've I've seen the I've seen the video of her online demoing the skill, and uh, yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. Now, in terms of maybe that's a good example. Like how how complicated is that in terms of your 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 storyline features? Because I know you you guys have been very quick to iterate and to bring out new features. And I know you've got a uh, um, a group on Facebook which I'm which I'm in. Um, and I know that it just seems like almost every day you guys are coming out with a new feature. So, um, you know, that's true. <laughs> so, and that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So with the type of skill, for example, that she did with kids court, is that, is that very complicated in, in terms of storyline complexity? Did it use a lot of these features or is it relatively simple to produce something like that? Or what would you say? So in terms of kids court, kids court is it's actually like, it's not very complex, you know, mm-hmm. kids court is relatively easy. Uh, it's actually, it does not use, for example, it does not use variables that we launched just recently because we launched variables like a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So using variables, for example, you can memorize your, your user's name and use that later on in the skill. Uh-huh. So you can do things like that. And kids court is, it's not that complex. So most of the things that are used in kids court is, are just plain text uh-huh. that Alexa reads to the user, mm-hmm. some MP3 files mm-hmm. uh, that their skills creator were, were, was able to basically attach to a skill that you listen to when, you, when you're using the skill. And um, KidsCourt, one trick, one interesting trick about KidsCourt is that our KidsCourt uses different, um, so we have, like in Storyline, we have a concept of user replies where basically you are trying to like predict what user can say and where to go next when user says that. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing about KidsCourt is that KidsCourt uses a lot of small steps called else, which is basically like a catch-all step. So if, 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 if Storyline does not recognize what user says, it goes to this like else step. And uh, kids court uses uses this a lot because usually like it, it kind of tricks kids in some way because it asks them like um, it asks them about like what happened and then they tell a couple of sentences and you would never be able to recognize that right uh, but using this feature 
she's able to navigate the conversation and say, oh, that was really bad, like, or that was really good, <laughs> and uh, say anything else. Okay. Well, that's great. It kind of gets back to what you were saying initially, is that as long as you've got a really good idea and a really good concept, it sounds like, the 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 development the programming isn't as important this sounds like it's a it was a fantastic concept yeah and i think here is uh, here is one more piece that people are missing is that it's really necessary to iterate on your idea a lot so when adver first came out with the idea for kids court it was a very different idea like and uh she did she quickly prototyped that in storyline and she basically presented her idea to her kids and uh, when she was watching how they use the skill she she was able to learn a lot and she learned a lot and then she iterated on the skill and she made some changes and this process like repeated over and over and over again and that's how she came out with her with the version that kids really love basically through this repetitive iteration process Right. Well, that's fantastic. Well, congrats to her. Like I said, I've been I've been talking to her on Twitter and uh we'll have to get her on the podcast here as well, I think. That's uh you know, it's a wonderful thing that, that she's done. So along those lines, what, what are some of the other things that you think that would make or that makes the most popular skills the popular ones? What really makes a good skill these days? Let's see. I think that like the most popular skills. Uh, first, we need to define. We need to define what's the most popular. If it's the number of users and the number of active users, especially, then the most popular skills are definitely built around your daily habits right now, because, um, like, just just to give you a couple of examples. So the most popular category of skills right now in the Amazon S3 is sounds. All sorts of things there, like from brain healing sounds to like yoga sounds to ocean wave sounds and all sorts of things. And people, uh, people, people use that. And you know, like why they use that? Because this is really the most natural use case. Like you don't have to actually like to, to activate this skill. You don't have to go to their Amazon, amazon.com slash skills and search for skills there. You can just say that because it's natural, like it's simple, it's legible and it's obvious, you know, like, and I think that's here, it comes to a point where choosing an invocation name for your skill is really, really important because when you're choosing an invocation name, you need to think like how people would activate the skill, how people would use it, how people would open it. And um, I, I, like a lot of people screw that up. And it's it really frustrates me because there are some really good skills with uh-huh. bad names, and okay. users are never able to find them. And so, just so the listener knows, so the invocation name—that's like actually what you're saying when you say like enable the name of the skill or open the yeah, skill. Yeah, basically when you say yeah. Alexa, open something. Something yeah. is an invocation name. Right. Right. So that's a good tip there. So for people that are looking at creating their own skills, you really want to have a good, a good, uh, a good invocation name there. Um, are there any other sort of little tips or specific little nuggets that you could give people that want to start creating skills? Like what are some other points or things that they should consider? So I actually did one interesting thing a couple of months ago. I went through all top skills in the Alexa app store and I read all user reviews to those skills to figure out what makes them stand out. Oh, wow. And what I learned by that is that 
there is actually a blog post. I wrote a blog post on that. Uh, I will, I will, I will drop you a link so you can yeah. attach that to a podcast. Perfect. So people can read that. Yeah, uh, but there, the, the insights are that the, the biggest insight is that the the top skills they are all built around repetitive experience. They all have content that is updated over time, like every day or every week, and they're all built around your daily habits. So mm. using these three things, repetitive experience, daily habits, and updated over time, you can create a successful skill. So what I mean by that is, if we just take a couple of examples. So for example, news. News is a very popular category in Alexa in general. So people listen to all sorts of news, like from Fox News to BBC to CNN to all magazines, right? And the reason they do that is because news is always fresh, like it's constantly updated, mm -hmm. it's always new, and it's it's your daily habit. Like most people do that on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. So when, right. when you're thinking about idea for a skill, I would highly recommend to go search for, to go search to the Amazon App Store and basically try to find similar skills or trying to find our invocation names that are not taken yet. And second thing you need to do is to basically think like, think about the use case, when and why would people use that skill? And it's really important because I, I really like the concept of jobs to be done here. So there is uh, this concept basically says that like Mary, uh, who's 28 years old, uh, and has a cat, she buys food, her cat food, not because she's 28 year old and her name is Mary, but because her cat needs something to eat, you know? Uh. And yeah, and it's like, I think you need to think about Alexa skills in that way too. So you need to think why and when, in what situation people would use that skill. And that's how you become successful in Alexa. Okay. Well, those are some great, great, uh, great tips. Absolutely. And what about like, um, I, I'm just thinking now in terms of some of the more recent features, what are some of the more recent things that you have introduced to the Storyline uh, platform for people to use now? I think the most valuable recent thing that we launched is an ability to create skills with our long audio files and even live streams. So now if you're a podcast host or you're a radio station or you just want to make a sound skill, which is, by the way, the most popular category of skills in Alexa, mm -hmm. you can basically do that in Storyline, and it's very, very straightforward. You basically need to add a new block and put a link to your audio file, which could be on Dropbox or S3 or any other cloud service that you use, and select some options, like what to do next when users say pause, resume, or stop, mm -hmm. and whether, like, do you need to loop that file or not. And then that's it. Like it's it's very straightforward, and anyone can do that. And we've seen people creating really amazing experiences. Adva actually created a skill. Adva, the winner of Kids Course Challenge, uh, or the winner of Alexa Kids Challenge, she created a skill called Baby Lullaby. And uh -huh. I think it's a really great example because it's like you know just just by listening to this name, Baby Lullaby, you can figure out what it does, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. And that's what what that's what most people screw up, like when they create Alexa skills. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. I'm curious. How does how would you or what's a use case for a live stream audio in an Alexa skill? How how would that work? Or what, oh, that's a very interesting thing. Like 
You know, I think that's now for the first time in like 100 years, you're actually able to talk to your radio back. So that's a really interesting thing. So as a radio station host, for example, if you launch a skill on Alexa, if you launch a radio station on Alexa uh, using Storyline, you can you can put up your you can put up a link to your live stream, and basically Alexa will start streaming your radio your your live stream on your radio station. But the best thing is that you can also add some commands that user can say while he's listening to this live stream. So, for example, if you are doing some advertising during your radio station stream, you could basically say, as a stream host, you could say, like, to get a today's deal, just say, Alexa, get today's deal anytime we're listening to this audio stream. And when users say that, you could send them a text message or an email with today's deal, and you can configure all that in Storyline. And that's a whole new level of marketing because for the first time, it brings interactivity to radio. And I think it's really important because as a radio station host, you can basically ask all sorts of things. You, you, need, to, you need to write down like user replies, what user could say to that first. But then you're able to ask all sorts of things like, do you really like this song? If yes, just say, Alexa, I like this song, you know, like, and you're able to get feedback from your audience in real time. So I think that's one of the most exciting things that is coming in the next couple of years. That sounds really, yeah, that does sound really exciting. I actually did not know that you could do that with Storyline. That sounds like a pretty cool feature that you can enable. What about, have you had any issues then when you, when, when, um, and I'm always hesitant to say the word. We've, I know we've said it a lot of times here, Alexa, but you know, if, if in an audio file it says the word and then that triggers the device to wait for a command when you don't really want it to, like, is there any way around that that you're aware of? Uh, it actually does not work like that. So when when the Alexa when Alexa itself says the word Alexa in your skill, or like radio station host says the word Alexa, uh, while the radio is playing on Alexa, Alexa is not being triggered. So that's how it works. Oh, okay, interesting. Because I know that when I've done um, like uh, my flash briefing or something, if I if I say the word, and sometimes it pauses, and I'm wondering why is that doing that. But I wonder if it has. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, interesting, interesting. But that's not the way it's designed to work, huh? Okay, um, that's great. And okay, so I'm. I'm. I'm thinking now of my own use case. Use case scenarios with my son and our and designing our our skills. So I didn't know how to incorporate variables, and maybe the variables weren't there when um when my son and I designed this one, for example, for uh, his daily schedule. So we we designed this so that he would start the skill. And the skill would ask him, what day of the week is it? And then he would have mm-hmm. to say Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And then based on that, it would tell him what the schedule was. But can you have the skill through Storyline be – can it find that information somewhere where it already automatically knows, for example, what day of the week it is? Yes. If there is a slot in Amazon that does that. So right now, we support only pre-built variables which are called like slots in Amazon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have like 95 of them. They mm-hmm. range from like actors' names to cities to books, like all sorts of things. But I think that for for this use case, for this particular use case, you don't actually need to use variables that much. You can use just regular user replies and write a couple of, uh, write a couple of synonyms to that. So... Variables are really good. So, for example, variables are really good if your skill is like looking for a flight, for example, right? And you're never going to like write down all 
500,000 airports in the mm. world as user replies, right? So that's where you want to use variables because you can just like put up one variable and then save that and then probably send that to some API request to get like a schedule for this flight or something like that. So that's the use case for variables. And I think that actually like the most really exciting use case for variables for me is basically memorizing the person's name when uh, when Alexa asks something like, what's your name? And then using that name later on in the skill. So that really makes the experience personal. And every time, like, uh, I know it's stupid, but it works. Every time I hear my name, when Alexa says my name, uh-huh. it somehow triggers my attention, uh-huh. uh, like, unconsciously. And uh, I get back, like, to listening to the story, for example. Okay, sure. I can see that. When you're talking to the device, if, if it's more personable, then people are going to be more engaged with it, I would think. So. Yeah. That's great. So what's what's the future here for for Storyline? I mean, you've obviously had a great couple of first months. It's been I'm very impressed. It's a great platform, and I I love using it. Um, what are your what are your plans going forward here? Yeah, so we're going to grow the number of skills that are built on Storyline. That's basically our metric, and our metric also is uh, the engagement in those skills, like how much time do people spend using that, because. That, that really shows the product market fit of Alexa itself and of skills on Alexa. And we will also later add other platforms on Storyline. So you will be able to publish to Google, uh, to Google Home, and probably to other platforms too, if they will be somewhat relevant in the future. Okay. So it's not just going to be limited to Alexa only. That's... Uh... No, it's not going to be limited to Alexa only. Um, what, we started from Alexa because when we started six months ago, Amazon had like 80% or 85% of market share in smart speakers. And it did not make any sense to basically start from other platform because everything happened on Alexa. And um, right now, actually, Google is catching up pretty quickly. So I think that it becomes more and more available over time to think about adding Google Home support. But that's a whole another layer of complexity, and we need to basically to keep things simple so anyone could use the product. And yeah, that's why we're like kind of like delaying adding Google because uh, we need to build some really essential features for Alexa first. I see. I see. Oh, that's great. Well, wonderful. Like I said, congratulations. Uh, it's a, it's a great platform, and I'm I'm sure you've got a very great future ahead here, uh, both you and Max with the with the uh, with the group do you have do you have many other people working with you on this or is it just the two of you or do you have a team now behind this it's just the two of us and we actually we, we started hiring uh, last week so we're going <sighs> to grow we're going to grow the team uh, this year fantastic oh that's great um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't that we didn't bring up in our conversation any uh, anything in particular about Alexa in general or anything else that you wanted to to mention Mm, I think we're good. I think the the only thing I would mention is that probably the, right now the biggest problem with our skills is discovery. It's mm-hmm. still discovery mm-hmm. because either most people are like most people are not aware that skills even exist. They use Alexa for all sorts of things like asking questions, or managing their schedule, like you know, like uh, playing playing music from Spotify. But they're not aware that there are like real interesting skills apps on Alexa. 
So that's that's one of the problems that you need to think about when you're building a skill. And when you're building a skill, you 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 also need to think about not like how to build it. This is the first problem. And we 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 solve that right now for you. So we help you to build the skill. And you actually need to think how to get users later on. So I wrote uh, a couple of really interesting pieces on that too, like how to grow your skill and how to get users. And basically like their number one thing here is come up with a good invocation name. Uh So if your invocation name is like baby lullaby, you're good. Like people, people will start using it, you know, but this is limited because it reminds me actually like the situation with domain names, you know, like Uh as the time goes, we have less and less domain names available. And I think that in Alexa, it's actually even worse because here, like, you're not going to have um, some even five characters, but some complex, weird invocation name because people would never be able to use that, right? And memorize that, which right. is more important. So, like, to tackle this problem, we, we, we actually started... We actually started working on that too. So we're going to launch, we already launched an ability to collect phone numbers in your skills or in your in your storyline skill. And you're basically able to save the, those phone numbers. Uh, you're able to collect phone numbers by asking users whether they want to share the skill, uh, whether they want to get updates about the skill or they want to get like a short readme about the skill. And we save the phone numbers and then we allow you to use that audience to basically broadcast messages to them and to like make them come back. And that's the one thing that we did. And one thing we're going to introduce next is a cross-promotion system between skills built on Storyline, which basically allows you to opt in for our cross-promotion program. And you will be matched with, with some other skills and you guys will exchange users based on number of users that you have right now. So this thing is actually like so. We we are, with this thing we're trying to solve the second problem, their user acquisition problem for you. Oh, that's really interesting. Those are those are a couple of great ideas. That's that's really neat. Um, just to clarify something, because when you talked about the phone numbers, that got me back to this privacy thing. So just so I'm clear, so when somebody gives their phone number, that's yep. stored on the Amazon server, um, and then. Nobody else has access to that. Is that correct? Yes. Nobody ha- nobody, nobody else besides you has access to that, and that's stored on AWS servers. Uh, and does the developer of that particular skill, could that developer go in and, for example, you know, obtain the list of phone numbers? Yeah, you basically can see you, – you, you cannot see right now. You will be able to see a list of people like who use your skill – and you will be able to make broadcast to them. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay, but nobody else would be able to access that. It's only no. through password protected yeah. your server. And then somebody could access that through Storyline. They could. So if I created a skill that asked somebody for their phone number, um, I could then through Storyline access the server and get the list of the phone numbers if I wanted to. Is that correct? Um. Yes, for your skill. Yes, like okay. for the phone numbers that you collected in your skill. So we basically show you these people and so, we do not show you other phone numbers that we have collected from other skills. So that's why it's really important to have a, I would think, a privacy policy because if I'm a developer 
uh, and I use that term loosely with storyline because it's really like you said, it's very easy to use, very easy to develop. But if I if I develop it and I collect those phone numbers, I would think that the users would want to know that I'm going to be, you know, treating those phone numbers appropriately. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we we also we also have an unsubscribe unsubscribe option. So as a skill user, you are always able to unsubscribe from those messages. So if something is like if someone sends you some really bad stuff, as a skill user, you can always unsubscribe. Ah, I see. So there's a little bit of protection there as well. Okay. Fascinating stuff. This is really – you guys are doing some really cutting-edge stuff, which is, which is really, really cool. So fantastic. Yeah, we do our best. <laughs> That's great. And I know you guys are really active in the Facebook community as well and answering questions. So uh, customer service there is excellent as well. So good job to you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed. Um, what else can I say? What, so where, where can people go to, uh, to learn more about Storyline and to give it a try? So you guys definitely need to go to getstoryline.com to check out Storyline. And it's very simple to use. It's very intuitive. And you will find, you will see like a video tutorial there when you sign up. And you can just follow the video tutorial to create your first skill for Alexa without writing any code. I would also recommend joining our Facebook community, even if you're not a Storyline user, just because this is the most active community in the space about Alexa and about Alexa skills. And we post there every day with new content and new tips on how to build and grow successful Alexa skills. So if you're interested in that, please join. And also, I would recommend to check out our blog, we wrote a couple of really interesting things about Alexa skills in general, about Alexa growth, about growth in Alexa skills, and about coming up with good invocation names. Fantastic! And I'll put I'll put uh, links to all of these uh, all of these uh, locations on on the show notes. And I just thought of one more question that I need to ask selfishly because when I was playing around with your with your uh, with, with the storyline, if I set up a skill in a particular language, so English, U.S. And I've created yep. the skill, and now I want to do English can- Canada. Is there a way to change that, or do you have to go back and start again? No, you do not have to go back and start it again. So we will we will add like language management pretty soon. But now you can go to Amazon, Devel- Amazon Developer Console, and you can basically publish your skill that is built in English Canada to all different English regions from there. So it's pretty straightforward. But we're going to add that to Storyline so you would not leave Storyline to go to do okay. that. Okay. I was wondering if I was missing a feature somewhere because I, I looked for it in Storyline, but I couldn't find the way to change the language right now. But it sounds like that's coming then. So, yeah, great. Okay. Well, thanks again. I, like I said, I will, I will put all of the links to everything that we talked about in the, in the, uh, in the show notes. Uh, I encourage the listeners to check it out. If you've ever thought of uh, you know, trying a skill – then uh, try Storyline because it really is really easy. It uh, it's very user friendly. So thanks so much, Thank uh, Vasily. You, Terry. For, for, thanks so much for being on the podcast and taking the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate that. All right, good luck, well. guys. Take care. Talk to you again soon. Well, that was really a lot of fun. As you can tell, there were a couple of questions in there that I had to know for myself just to go ahead and create some uh, some of my own skills with my son. In any case, make sure to check out the uh, the show notes. Those are all at alexaincanada.ca slash 21. We'll have links to everything that we talked about, uh, including, of course, to Storyline itself. And uh, I encourage you to check it out and try those. Try to make some skills. And if you make some, uh, I'd love to hear about them. Let's hear about what skills um, Canadians are making. Maybe we can post some of those skills in the comments 
for this particular uh, podcast episode at alexincanada.ca slash 21. So let's do that. Let's see how many Canadian skills we can get coming out of Storyline and uh, post them on the show notes page. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to subscribe, then please subscribe. Uh, and again, if at any point you are considering uh, getting any Alexa devices or home automation devices, as you may know, I am an affiliate for Amazon. And uh, if you choose to purchase something th- through the link on my website, uh, then I do earn a small commission. There's no extra cost to you. And um, I thank you for that if you choose to do so. Until next week, uh, have a great time with Storyline, and I will talk to you soon. She's got, She's skills. got skills.